For many holidaymakers around the world, the chance to experience real magic and the awfully big adventure that comes with a trip to one of the famous mouse's houses is exactly what dreams are made of. So join us as we explore the endless possibilities of that great big beautiful world of Disney as we travel to the magic. Hello and welcome to episode 11 of Travel to the Magic for this week of Thursday the 11th of August 2021. Hope you were all enjoying your summer vacations, your summer time if you're still at work that it's not too stressful or hot for you and you've got time to tune in and listen to me ramble on this week about the Disney Cruise Line that's making news across the world this week. But before we get into that, if you've got any suggestions for topics for the Travel to the Magic podcast, I'm always open to your suggestions or what you would like to hear about the travel world of Disney. And you can do that by leaving a comment on this audio or video, wherever you happen to be finding this. Or you can send an email or a message to another Disney podcast via all of the main social media platforms. Because I do love hearing from you wherever in the world you may be. And I want to make sure that I'm producing content that you want to listen to. So if you have a fascination for any of the Asia Disney parks and you'd like to know more about those in depth, let us know. Maybe you want to know the ins and outs of Castaway Key and how it can improve your holiday experience on board a Disney cruise ship. Well, again, let us know. Or if you want to know the best way to navigate your way around the Disneyland Paris parks again, just drop us a note and we'll make sure that those topics appear in future episodes of Travel to the Magic. And so, yes, in this podcast, we're talking about the Disney Cruise Line and in particular, the Disney Dream, which is the first Disney cruise ship to officially set sail again with passengers from a US destination. Now, of course, the Disney Magic has been sailing around the United Kingdom. We'll talk about that in this podcast as well. But for pretty much 16 months since March 2020, the Disney Cruise Line fleet has been afloat with no passengers to entertain. And besides that once-in-a-lifetime family photo opportunity that appeared in October of 2020, when all four cruise ships, that's the Disney Magic, the Disney Wonder, the Disney Fantasy, and the Disney Dream, all managed to dock together at the same time in the Port of Brest in France, all of the ships have been randomly floating around the globe, waiting for the day when they would be allowed to board passengers again. Now, up until early May of this year, the CDC, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, had placed a no-sale order on all US-registered cruise ships. And of course, this included the entire Disney fleet. And although the Disney Magic's European itineraries technically are not covered by the CDC's authority, it was generally assumed that those would be the rules that they would follow until such time as they could find alternatives or a common set of ground rules to be able to sail in other territorial waters. But as of May the 5th this year, the CDC released the next phases of its framework for conditional sailing orders for cruise ships operating or seeking to operate in US waters. And this has led to the Disney Cruise Line finally being able to not only test those waters with some trial cruises, but also start booking and now travelling with passengers on board. 
Having said that, they did hit some turbulent waters during the trial cruise phase when, back in June of this year, the Disney Dream, which was just hours away from setting sail with 300 volunteers on board, had to cancel because of a small number of crew members on board testing positive during a routine lateral flow test and despite the fact that later on they tested negative under a PCR testing situation the CDC determined this to be inconsistent and therefore should be considered as a positive result ultimately halting the sailing of the first test cruise. Now this didn't last very long they finally managed to make it to sea with those 300 volunteer Disney cast members on board for that two-day trip from Port Canaveral, a huge success and certainly paved the way for future cruise lines and themselves to get back to sailing with passengers like they are right now. Because currently, we actually have two of the Fleet of Five currently sailing in the waters around the world. And I know what you're thinking, he said Fleet of Five. Well, the Disney Wish has an official itinerary now, and therefore I think we can include her in the official fleet lineup, even though her maiden voyage isn't until June of 2022. So which two Disney cruise ships am I talking about? Well, currently the Disney Magic is sailing a rather unique set of itineraries that have never happened before in the history of the Disney Cruise Line and are quite likely to never happen again. The Magic at Sea itineraries, the UK staycation cruises, were born out of the necessity to get at least one of the ships working while the CDC restrictions in US waters were in place and to provide just a little bit of magic to those in the United Kingdom who were unable to make it to any of the other Disney parks around the world due to their own ongoing in-country border restrictions. But after several months of negotiations between Disney, the UK government and also health authorities, Magic at Sea UK staycation cruises became a reality. In total, four embarkation ports were chosen for the Disney Magic at Sea staycation cruises, including two in the south of the country at the port of Southampton and at London Tilbury, and two in the northern half of the country on the east and west sides at the port of Liverpool and the port of Newcastle. Each of those ports were offering either a two- or a three-night cruise itinerary, with both Southampton and London's Tilbury also offering an optional four-night as well. But at time of recording this podcast, the Liverpool sailings have now finished, and we're on to the Newcastle, Southampton and Tilbury itineraries. There are still some staterooms available, and as restrictions are continually being revised and lifted within the United Kingdom, capacity is also being increased, and so therefore more staterooms are becoming available. So if you happen to be in the UK right now and you're a UK registered citizen, then you could actually be sailing on the Magic inside the next few weeks. The last sailings are not until late September, early October, so you have plenty of time to get yourself on board the Magic. And if you'd like to do that, then hop over to our website, flymickey.co.uk, Click on Magic at Sea and you'll be able to see the sailing dates that are available. Send us a request and we'll get you booked onto the Magic ASAP. How cool could that be? But what the Magic did do 
is provide a really good idea on how a cruise ship could set sail in these current times and what the restrictions might be and how these restrictions would work with real live passengers. And so when it came to the Disney Dreams test sailing and ultimately its official first outing on August the 9th, the rulebook from the Magic has pretty much become the rulebook for the Dream, albeit with its own tweaks here and there. As we know, with all things to do with Disney, they like to create what they call the Know Before You Go guides, so that you could be totally up to date with the latest information that you need to know before you go to your Disney destination, so that there are no unexpected surprises upon your arrival. They have one of these guides for every single Disney destination around the globe, including Alani, a Disney resort and spa, and for all the the different Disney Cruise Line sailings. So if you've never seen one of these before, just Google Disney Know Before You Go and then the place that you want to go to. And there is your guide to everything you need to know before you go. So let's take a closer look at the MBYG page for the Disney Dream under its current requirements. This is as of the latest update for August the 9th, 2021. If you're listening to this in a few weeks' time, make sure you've checked for the latest updates. Now, while the cruise experience may be a little bit different from what you may have had in the past if you've sailed with Disney Cruise Lines or what you're expecting from a Disney Cruise Line if it is your first sailing, they have come up with some new and exciting offerings to make sure that those magical moments are still being created for you and your family. But these are being specifically tailored to the current time and with health and safety a top priority for its guests, cast members and crew alike. So Disney are working on a five-element approach to enhancing the health and safety measures on board the cruise ship, with the most important being the health and wellness of everybody on board. And so the most important question that a lot of people are asking about boarding the cruise ship is, do you need to be vaccinated? Well, the Disney Cruise Line strongly encourages all eligible guests to be fully vaccinated against COVID-19 before sailings. This is a crucial difference between the Disney Dreams approach and the Disney Magic's approach, because for the UK staycation sailings, you are required to be fully vaccinated and that means two weeks minimum after your second jab will be the earliest you could board a Disney cruise ship. As for the Disney Dream, it is simply a strong recommendation that you are vaccinated before getting on board. Because if you are fully vaccinated before boarding the Disney Dream, you are exempt from pre-trip and embarkation day testing requirements. Unless... Of course, you've come from outside the United States, in which case you are required to undergo a rapid test on embarkation day, but this you will not be charged for. Additionally, if you are fully vaccinated, you also do not need to carry travel insurance. This is also the same for vaccinated guests arriving from outside the United States on sailings that originate from inside the United States. Hope that makes sense. The CDC also considers people to be fully vaccinated 14 days after the final dose, as they do in the United Kingdom. So what happens if you are not vaccinated boarding the Disney Dream? Well, all guests, including adults and children, must provide proof of a negative COVID PCR test 
paid for at your expense and taken between five days and 24 hours prior to your sailing. Now on embarkation day, all guests, again adults or children, unless you are fully vaccinated, will be required to undergo a rapid PCR COVID-19 test paid for by Disney and administered at the terminal before you're allowed to board. Now, the downside to this is that if anybody in your travel party does test positive, you all will be denied boarding. This is the exact same policy as they have on the Disney Magic for the UK staycation cruises. And unfortunately, it has been a policy that has been enacted. There is no get around. If one member tests positive, none of you in your travel party will be getting on board. And while for the Disney Dream, it isn't a requirement to be fully vaccinated, and it also isn't a requirement that if you are vaccinated that you have to show proof, you can choose to go through the testing process. The possibility of being denied boarding might just inspire you to go and get vaccinated, and if you are vaccinated, to use that proof to get on board the Disney Dream. Again, if you're not fully vaccinated for cruises departing from Florida through to December the 31st of 2021, all guests aged 12 and above must provide proof of a valid travel insurance policy that meets the coverage requirements. And all guests are required to complete a health questionnaire related to COVID-19 and gastrointestinal illnesses on embarkation day. You are also to attest as to whether you have experienced or are currently experiencing symptoms of COVID-19 or have been in contact with anyone suspected or have been confirmed as having been infected within the last 14 days. Also, Disney are very strict on this next requirement, and that is face coverings. All guests aged two and up, including those who are fully vaccinated, are required to wear face coverings indoors except when you're in your stateroom or actively eating or drinking. Face coverings are not required for guests outdoors whilst on the cruise ship and also at designated locations on Castaway Quay. Throughout the ship, you'll find a number of hand sanitizer stations and plenty of signage has been installed to highlight the recommendations from the health authorities on physical distancing, coughing etiquette and also proper hand washing techniques. Disney have also upgraded the cleanliness protocol throughout the entire ship's building on an existing plan with increased frequency of cleaning for high-touch services as well as children's facilities and other common-use spaces. Staterooms will undergo enhanced treatment between voyages in addition to two daily housekeeping services per itinerary with all high-touch, low-soft goods such as soft pillows and paper stationery having been removed prior to you boarding. The Disney Dream, along with all the other ships in the Disney fleet, have been equipped with new purification systems that cleans both air and surface areas using a process called ionization. They're also increasing the circulation of fresh air on board the ship, and all the previous Havac air filters have been upgraded to the MERV-13 high-efficiency grade, which can remove very small particles. And additionally, each stateroom maintains singular air circulation, eliminating the need for air intake from adjacent common areas, thus keeping your stateroom as healthy and as clean as possible. 
If you've been on a Disney cruise before, you may be familiar with the Navigator app, the official Disney Cruise Line application, but it's been enhanced and improved for these specific sailings to include a few new cool features, including the guest services live chat where you can get all the answers you're looking for from the guest services department, from the dining division, and of course, from the Port Adventures teams. You'll now find a virtual queue button on the app as well in an effort to promote physical distancing and, of course, make planning a bit easier on board the ship. This new feature is an easy-to-use virtual queue for when you want to disembark the ship at all those ports of call. And also the mandatory emergency drill process is done via the app too, where you simply check in at your designated assembly station when the emergency drill takes place on board the ship. This again is to promote physical distancing. Also on the app, you can check out the menus from the different restaurants. You can have a look at the entertainment schedule. Plus there's an interactive map on the application as well. So you can find out where all the restaurants, the shops and all the cool places to go are right there in the palm of your hand. Now, while some experiences, of course, will be temporarily modified for those health and safety reasons, Disney are ensuring you that the entertainment will be very much up front and centre as it has always been before, just done in a slightly different way. So, for example, the live Broadway calibre-style show at the Walt Disney Theatre will be on a first-come, first-served basis, but there will be multiple performances throughout the day. So be sure to check that Navigator app once you're on board for the latest information and for the schedule of the showtimes. Likewise can be said for the Buena Vista Theatre, where they show first-run films and popular motion pictures, but it will be on a first-come, first-served basis. Again, check the app when you're on board for the latest showtimes. And yes, you guessed it, for Funnel Vision, that's where you can catch the classic Disney films being played under the stars on the jumbo screen on top of the forward funnel. Seating for that will too be first come, first serve. But this will not necessarily appear on the Navigator app. You'll just have to try your luck when you get to that deck. And talking of decks, unfortunately, the traditional deck parties like the Sail Away Party are currently paused because they cannot guarantee the social distancing requirements that are needed to allow the sailings to go ahead, although this may change in future months to come. As for the fireworks, they will continue to illuminate the night sky for most itineraries, so if you're looking forward to seeing those upper decks spring to life with a pre-show playlist of your favourite Disney songs, ending with a dazzling light show under the stars, this will still be happening. But to accommodate everybody, the fireworks shows will take place at 10.30pm on two different nights. Guests will automatically be assigned a show date prior to setting sail, and this will be available via your Disney Cruise Line Navigator app. Now, everybody knows Disney characters love to cruise too, so be on the lookout for your most popular Disney pals throughout your voyage. Guests will be able to enjoy some of their favourite Disney characters from a safe distance in a new and entertaining way. However, close-up encounters and autographs, much like in the theme parks, are currently temporarily paused. But you will also be treated to some surprise character appearances throughout your journey, so keep your eyes peeled for those. And although close-up interactions have been temporarily paused, there will be plenty of opportunity for you to capture a physically distanced photo with some of your favourite Disney friends.
Now, Disney will still be serving up a diverse global cuisine and classic bites menu inside their themed restaurants, peppered, of course, with a bit of Disney magic. And of course, they still invite you to savour the fine dining at sea that's available as well. But to promote health and safety, there are a few requirements in place. For example, dining room seating will be staggered and you will be assigned the same table and same service team for every single dinner with only one travel party at your table. You can find your assigned dining times again via the Navigator app, but it will also be printed on your Key to the World cards located in each of your staterooms. Prior to your sailing, you will be able to choose between a first or second seating, subject of course to availability, and other offerings like breakfast and lunch can be found via the app too. The quick service food and beverage locations, including buffets, still offer an all-you-care-to-eat bites and treats service, but this is served to you by a designated crew member now. And where food and beverage used to be available for self-service, these again will also be served to you by a crew member. 24-hour room service is still available on board the ship, so if you fancy a bit of breakfast in bed or want to grab a quick meal between shows or satisfy a late-night craving, you can still get this throughout your itinerary, except on the final morning of your cruise. And lastly, from the culinary category, the young royals can still enjoy a fairy tale tea time experience in the fanciful setting of the Royal Court Royal Tea on three and four night sailings. The Disney princesses will make physically distanced appearances during those sessions. And like the dining room situation in the evening, only one travel party will be assigned per table at the Royal Court Royal Tea experience at any one time. Unfortunately, photo sessions and autographs have been temporarily paused for this experience. As for the wetter side of your cruise experience, the pools, water slides and more are all open. But again, they are promoting physical distancing. And some things like the splash zone, the wading pools and the whirlpools may have some limited capacity put in place as well. As for youth activities, children can find something to love at the larger-than-life whimsical-themed kids' clubs thanks to the near-endless range of activities, games and surprises that Disney has been able to put on even with the enhanced health and safety measures in place. Parents must register their children aged 3 to 12 for the Disney's Oceaneer Club and the Disney's Oceaneer Lab during the online check-in process. And this is done prior to setting sail. You'll be given a reserve-specific session time that you can find on that Disney Cruise Navigator app. You'll be able to book one session per day per child. And this is also on a first-come, first-served basis. Your child will receive a unique youth activities wristband at the cruise terminal that will grant them access to both the Oceaneer Lab and the Oceaneer Club once they're on board during their designated sessions. But just as a reminder, only one parent or guardian can drop off and pick up a child at any one time from either the lab or the club. And all children are required to bring and wear appropriate face coverings at all times whilst inside both those locations. Unfortunately, currently on these sailings, the It's a Small World nursery will temporarily be unavailable. 
both Vibe for Teens and Edge for Tweens will be open and you'll be pleased to know that no reservations are required for these two locations. Now for guests who would like to book therapies and treatments on board their Disney cruise ship, you'll need to do this via the Disney Cruise Line Navigator app. The booking window is based on your Castaway Club membership level. So Platinum Castaway Club members have 120 days prior to sailing to be able to start booking those therapies. Gold Castaway, you get 105 days prior to sailing. Silver, you're down to 90 days prior to sailing. And if it's your first time on board a Disney cruise ship, you can start booking your salon and spa treatments 75 days out from your sailing date. In addition, once you're on board the ship, guests can call Senses Spa and Salon directly using their stateroom phone or stop by the Senses Spa and Salon reception desk to reserve therapies and treatments. But of course, it will all be subject to availability. And yes, including those who are fully vaccinated, you are still going to be required to wear an appropriate face covering during your therapies and treatment. All cast members will be required to wear one as well, plus personal protective equipment whilst administering those therapies and treatments to you. If keeping in shape while at sea is your thing, I could probably do with a few sessions myself, then the fitness centre is available and complimentary for guests 14 years of age and older. Anyone between 14 and 17, though, must be accompanied by an adult or a guardian in order to be able to enter. If you'd like to participate in any of the fitness classes during your cruise, you can make reservations for these via the Disney Cruise Line Navigator app. And like with everything else, it's on a first-come, first-served basis. Now, as far as the staterooms go throughout your voyage, we've already talked about their commitment to cleanliness on board. But there is a tradition on Disney cruise ships of hanging fish extenders from your stateroom doors. Unfortunately, this is not allowed. So the tradition of giving gifts between fellow Disney Cruise Line fans is not currently permitted during these current itineraries. No doubt they will return for future sailings. Now, you may be slightly shocked to know that on the Disney cruise ship, all of those merchandising locations will be open for you to go and shop till you drop. That includes apparel, toys, jewellery, timepieces, collectibles, and so, so much more. You'll be able to charge these purchases to your Key to the World cards, and they've introduced new contactless payment systems throughout the ship, including digital receipts that will be transmitted to your Disney Cruise Line Navigator app for easy access. The Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique will be open for children aged three through till 12 years of age. Just keep in mind that all children, again, are required to wear an appropriate face covering during their makeover sessions. And if you're looking to get a snapshot, capture your family moments, then there will be professional photography services available throughout your journey as well. You will be able to pre-book a photo package online before you set sail and you can also visit the photo kiosks on board the ship too and those fun photo backdrop opportunities will also be available and captured by the onboard professional photographers who will also be out and about on the decks roaming around taking some iconic ship location photos for you plus they'll also be available during dinner sessions in the main dining room so they can capture those magical meals you're having with your family and with your friends during your voyage. 
And lastly, to let you know, the recreational activities like ping pong and shuffleboard are temporarily paused, as well as access to the basketball courts. These areas have been temporarily transformed into additional sun decks for guests who want to catch some rays whilst out at sea. And so that is your basic know-before-you-go information for any of the Disney Cruise Line ships that are departing from any of the US ports, certainly for the next few months or so. Now, if you do have an itinerary already booked, Obviously, keep an eye on the information as it does change quite regularly. Make sure you are aware of the regulations you'll need to follow to get on board and what you'll need to do once you're on board as well so you don't miss out on any of those magic moments. And if you're looking maybe to a cruise in the near future or possibly would like to board the brand new Disney Wish in 2022, do drop us a line at flymickey.co.uk. Let's see if we can make that magic happen for you and to everyone sailing on board the disney dream right now if you're listening to this podcast and i'm sure there's one or two of you enjoy your sailing and have a safe and magical time but that's it from me for this the 11th episode of travel to the magic i will catch you on the 12th and between now and then have yourself an absolutely splash-tastic magical day 